Good day, good day, good day. I'm uh, making my imperfect is it vlog or um, what do you call these things? They're not really blogs, broadcasts or anyways, my venting as I'm walking the most imperfect produced <laughs> chat to just spew what I know about problem solving because um, if I'm a perfectionist I won't get it done unless it's perfect so I, I, nothing's ever going to get done so I gotta do Hey, I used to do that too. I did it when I was born and I'm doing it on my deathbed. <laughs> I saw that and I thought, that's some very tasty groceries you've got. You learned them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You too. I'm walking on my path. I gave up my car. I've lived the minimal lifestyle. So my groceries. Um, it's about five mile walk, two, two and a half there and two and a half back. So part of the way is trail, another part is highway. So I wasn't gonna do my chat next to a bunch of cars. So just as I get on here, I'm running into people that have seen me carrying groceries from miles away so I tend to get comments commitment to the lifestyle um, today I wanted to um, share another part of problem solving like you you have to know the game that you're playing um, and then there's like, you can play the game without knowing how the game plays. And as you, you know, keep playing and then you die and then you know how not to die next time you try it again. Um, you could be learning the game the hard way or you can get the cheat sheets, which... Um, is to understand that these are systems that we're living in. We're responding to systems that are 100% designed to control and manipulate what you believe to be true, all of your behaviors, everything you feel is all rooted in all of our man-made systems that you support. So if you're got a complaint about life then you while it feels like the outside world is affecting you while environment you know a toxic environment is going to cause illness it will cause toxic behavior um, it's easy to blame that outside world but you got to recognize you're causing you're creating the outside world to be what it is so if you want a different 
um, world to live in, you got to own it. You got to see you're the one that's causing the problem so that you can cause a healthier environment. So then you're responding to a healthier environment. It's a hundred percent true. Anybody that's diagnosed mentally ill, the diagnosed patient is never the real patient. It's the environment the patient is responding to. So when you look at who's the power group, usually it's the majority, um, that's creating, you know, the environment. This is why <laughs> I always cringe when I hear people, you know, fighting to the death for democracy. Democracy is basically, you know, mob rules. The majority rules. It's um, the greater good includes some, not all, which means a problem will always exist. And it, it will affect uh, the minority first Thank you. before it affects the majority. So that's when, you know, if I, I have my opinion and 99% of the people are against me, who's more than likely right near them? More than likely, I would say the, the 1% is the one that knows more about a problem because a problem will always affect the 1% first before it affects the 99%. But we can see it with our economics. Um, nobody's seen the problem, you know, when it was um, lower class. When they were 1%, nobody recognized the problem. But then when middle class now moves down to lower class, that minority group is now growing into be the majority to eventually, you know, we're causing so much harm to minorities that the minorities are growing into becoming the majority 99%. <laughs> so it is, we are creating these global problems and it's, um, how each of us individually are supporting them. So that's why it's good to know. It's all about systems. It's good to know how to respond differently because your first knee-jerk reaction is to get upset. These systems are designed to get on your nerves so that you cannot have a logical conversation you can't find your way out of the problem because you're always in a negative state. As long as you're in a negative state, you'll never find your way out of the problem. You're like feeding, you know, everything that's wrong in the world, you're feeding every time you see you remain in a negative state of being. So if you want to be the winner of the game, you've got to recognize, you know, accept and allow the problem does exist but don't hang on to it. Hang on to the solution. Know that the solution's out there. Know that you're gonna benefit as soon as you change and shift your 
perception of reality. And, and you won't be able to change how you see. You could just make up your mind first that you're deciding to see differently. And you may not see it now, but you're going to when I'm down and, you know, get cancer and don't have a will to live. It took about two, two, three weeks for me to walk. I had to move. I had to get myself out of sitting in a chair doing nothing. I had to see something different, something that inspires me. You know, I had to see something with the environment, the world I live in. So I had to be out walking. And I just said every day, this is going to feel better. I'm going to find a spark. I'm going to find a reason to live. I don't know what that is yet, but it's coming and I'll feel it and it'll be stronger than ever. And I just kept repeating that over and over. And within about two, three weeks, hi. Um, you know, everything clicked and I got back to feeling a lot healthier again and positive and had the will to live. And I, part of this tool is um, you, you need to have a conversation with your problem. Um, and every problem you have to recognize that it's within you that's where you have power. You haven't got any power over anybody else but yourself. So the best position is your power position. And that is to always recognize the problem is coming from you, even though it feels everything that's out there. But you have to accept it's coming from you. And you have the solution. If the problem's coming from you, the solution comes from you. So you have to communicate with this problem and find out what this problem wants. Every problem wants something. Now, what it generally wants on, you know, first surface levels will be twisted and um, won't make sense. Will generally be on the negative side. And you have to keep asking questions until you get to the root level of what the problem wants. And the goal is always to give the problem what it wants. So you need to take the problem outside of yourself. And by doing that, you give it a, a shape, a size, and a color. And you start trying to visualize this problem. You define what the problem is. And you can have a list of 20 different ones. Do each problem individually. All right. Yeah. Um, do uh, the more problems you could do individually, the more you'll gain more information separately. Even though a problem may feel like it's um, may feel like a problem is big, but a problem may be a collection of twenty different smaller problems. So, if you can. Define one specific problem, one pattern that's always happening in your life. Define it. Give it a, a name, shape, or not a name, a, a size, shape, and a color. 
and then start visualizing it. Um, give it all of the intentions, those six intentions, send it love, be connected with it, um, look at it as your biggest teacher and get excited with it and ask it what it wants. And I mean, my smoking at first, it, it wanted me dead. No, that's not a, a positive thing, but it was part of the conversation. So I, I had to ask it, well, what do you get when I was dead? And it said, well, it would aim my pain. And I had no idea I was in any pain until I had this conversation. And I could see psychologically that I must be dealing with a depression that I'm just thinking positive. So, you know, my outlook is always so good that I never recognized a deep-seated depression that is reflected in me smoking, which ultimately is killing me, which is, you know, ending the pain in my life. So, um, obviously, through this conversation, I learned that in order to cure cancer, you know, cure my smoking addiction, I had to find a reason to live. And um, find ways to love life um, instead of surviving life. Um, I gotta find the joys in life. And part of it is hi. The biggest um, part I feel in curing cancer is to just vent all of the research that I have done and try and share it with anybody else that it might benefit from. And the benefit is living in a healthier world. If everybody learned how to solve their problems, if we all solved our problems, you know, all together, we'd be living in a totally different world right now. So, um, that's one really cool problem-solving tool is to get yourself into that positive state and keep asking what your problem wants of you. Um, I'd like to get into more defining what you know, a true justice system looks like because how you solve problems is the same system design that a justice system would have, that a medical system would have. So, hi. I'd like to um, get into my next one is how systems work um, to solve problems. Um, so you have the system in your mind, your if statements, your do well statements, and you know how systems work outside of ourselves, how systems work inside of ourselves. Um, once we have a pretty good idea of what a completely different um, system looks like, then you can better wrap your brain around, oh, now I can see how I better fit into that kind of system. Because if you're not fitting into this system, it's because you're fitting into a totally different system that hasn't been designed yet. 
So we are in that stage right now of designing it through solving your problems. Um, because it, what would solve your problem doesn't exist right now, but we need to create it and it will exist. And what solves your problem solves everybody's problem. So. And it's a better path than what I think is being offered right now with the vaccines and um, pandemic and a toxic environment. I say let's build a healthier world so we never have to worry about these things again. So that's the podcast for today. Hope that helps. <laughs>